Welcome everybody to another episode of Imagine Faith Talk, the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything that we've been called to be. And today is a very different episode, a very special episode, something we've never really done before. Y'all know our guy, Big Bun. I don't know why I did that. I just felt very like UK. I saw that and I loved it. I don't know. Like every time he introduces me. Yeah. Have y'all heard that? They, uh, I want to let you guys everybody know uh, my, my hype man has Tourette's. <laughs> So. <laughs> That's so funny. But of here is a life coach. And there are just questions that I'm sure all of us have where it'd be so awesome to ask a life coach. For me, it definitely is. And to know that he is right here in front of me, I just keep thinking, you know what? I'd love to ask him some questions. All right. So Donovan, yeah, what I'm going to ask you a question that I not even just one answer, but I just wonder if there's like a perspective that I haven't even thought about when it comes to this and just have a, have a, have a conversation a about session. Let's yeah. So this is something I've been thinking about recently. I just watched this Matt Chandler uh, sermon and he was basically talking about how, what the, the reason for success was. And I guess I was just curious, like who is success for when it comes to our calling? Who do you feel like success is for when it comes to our work, our job, our the reason that we're here for, right? Because at the end of the day, like I make it to the mountaintop. So what? Like who, who is it for? Or why does it even matter? Like I get the job that, that helps a lot of people. What is the actual point? Yeah, I got you. I think that uh, one thing we want to explore with the idea of success, because so many people tell us to define success for yourself so that you don't find yourself in disappointment, achieving everything the world wanted you to achieve, but not what you truly wanted. But again, ask the same question. Well, why do I need these achievements? Why are these achievements necessary? Why is success necessary? Um, one way that you can look at this is that success is like a way to qualify the significance of your existence. We shift and change our idea and definition of success over time because ultimately many of us are looking to qualify and validate a good life, a necessary life, which points back to our identity that I am enough to do something of such significance that it had an impact to some degree. And that whole conversation is where we wrap up success. It's almost like the ultimate affirmation. If you can say, I am anything, ask most people and what they want to hear is that I am successful at whatever marriage, my music, you know what I'm saying? At doing my chores for today at school. It's one of the, if not the top tier affirmation that people want to hear, which is why so many conversations and motivational speaker speeches revolve around this word success. That's so good. I, I guess... To follow that up, though, like who, who, like who is it for? Is it for me? Like I'm successful, so I can qualify myself, sure. But like, like, did God create us just to be successful in that way, or is is there something greater? Like when I was watching this Matt Chandler thing, he was talking about how he felt like success wasn't exactly about us, right? That we were created to give glory to the father. Like, I just want to, let me just read some of these verses that I thought were so impactful when he was talking about that. Right. First thing is Psalm 23, three, he goes, he guides me in paths of righteousness for what reason? For his name's sake. 
right? First uh, Corinthians 10 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for what reason? For the glory of God. So it's like, okay, that's amazing. So the reason we, I guess maybe we want to be successful is for God's glory, but what does that mean for, for us? Or maybe I'm thinking about it the wrong way after seeing that. What does, that mean? does that make sense? Yeah. So what does it mean for us? What do we make it mean? You know, what, what, are we, what are we going to make it mean? The, question, the better question I've asked myself is, what happens if I'm not successful? Ooh. Sometimes if you really want to see the depth of a thing or if it's connected, you, so take this, use this imagery for a second. You have a power, power surge protector, right? And all mm-hmm. these plugs are plugged into it. And you don't know which plug controls which device. To find out if that plug is connected to anything at all, you have to unplug it. Unplug it. And sometimes I've done this before. If I, I've unplugged it like nothing happened because that actual plug, the device, it wasn't, even, it wasn't even working. It wasn't connected to an actual device. Is your idea of success connected to anything significant to your identity? That's where you want to start. Ask that question first. And if you find out that it is, because there is a family of faith, there's a body of Christ. If you find out that being successful is tied intrinsically to something that has to do with your faith, your identity and your faith, your relationship with your creator, from there, you find out who it's for. One thing I know for sure that we can look at in the family of faith is that God looks looks at us as mankind. Christ mm. comes and talks about the body of Christ that he wants all of mankind to be connected to because that's what we were created for. And so right, right, right. in that sense, it's very challenging to separate my success from the success of the body. The success, the success of the body seems to be a much bigger picture as God's looking at this from a heaven perspective. And so I like what your guy was saying on that, uh, on that podcast or whatnot, that maybe it's not about me. Maybe it's bigger than me, but like they do in the um, Eastern philosophy, if we're all one, then my success impacts every single human being on this planet. So whatever I do for me, I'm doing for every single human. I'm doing wow. for the race. And so again, this opens up a different conversation. Not to say one is better to, than the other, but this is helping you identify where people are truly motivated from. The family of faith is motivated by the success of the kingdom of God, which is driven forward by the body of Christ. We are one in that. Separated from the, the, uh, the family of faith, then you have to struggle. You have to wrestle with your own idea of what happens to me if I'm not successful. Hmm. And whoever that deity is or that motivation you have for your success, you challenge it in that respect. So then in that case, like, okay, let's go back. Maybe this will be helpful for me. I think about Jesus. What was his purpose in coming? Or more importantly, maybe to your question, what would have happened if Jesus wasn't successful? Like, what would that look like? Say we talk about what would that look like, right? None of us would have, and of course, I guess this is now is about us and like the, 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 the people who God so loved and that's why he came for God so loved the world that he came gave. and sent his only begotten son. He gave. Yeah. So if he, if he wrestled and sinned against God and he wasn't basically successful in his mission, all of us would be lost. Every single one of us, unless there was another thing that, you know, another. Yeah 
plan I don't know about. You know what I mean? I'm saying I don't know. But like he was the propitiation for our sins. Yeah. And the wages of our sin would be death. So then I guess like you're saying, like, okay, if I'm not successful, or or let me put that pressure a little bit. Maybe it's a pressure, but I mean I want to take off the pressure too. If I put that upon myself, like, why do I want to be a successful musician? I have seen the release that's come upon people when they hear a song or hear a sound that opens them up and unlocks them to be open to frequencies from heaven. Okay. Not frequencies of this earth. And my whole hope then, if I'm not successful, what are those people going to if those are people that needed to hear my frequency, if I didn't rise to the challenge and was advancing in that, yeah. would I unlock people maybe even in their own gifting or in their own struggle or in their own purpose? Because maybe this song or that piece that I wrote or that piece of music that I put out would actually be the thing that they needed in some sort of way to help them move along the path that God has called for them. If I didn't, if I didn't rise to the challenge and was not successful, they might be impacted or like the mm. people that were called to me, maybe they wouldn't be able to do what they were fully called to do because I didn't stand in faith in my own calling. So there's something I guess about what you're saying. It affects so many other people then. I'm going to read something to you, man. Um, Please. Because here's the idea here. I heard this sermon once. It was about uh, Moses. And it said, was Moses successful? Because Mm. the generation he freed from Egypt didn't make it into the promised land, and neither did he. Sheesh. Was Moses successful? And the the pastor went on to say that if we continue to move through life per our choice, to qualify our success based on how other people respond to what we've been called to do, we're going to find ourselves on an emotional roller coaster because people's response to what we've been called to do, we're waiting for them to respond a certain way so that we can say, I was successful. If you're, you don't have a, I'm not going to use Kaya because that's your actual daughter, but if you had a son and he ended up in jail for life, mm-hmm. were you successful as a father? Wow. I mean, then I, I would put this on God then. So, so let's work with that then. So if Jesus came, what would make him unsuccessful? The Bible says that he, God gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe shall not perish, but have everlasting life, which means that everybody has their own choice. If Jesus came, lived the life that he did that was perfect and no one accepted him and everyone perished, was he successful? Well, then, yes, because he followed the will of God. And that's where the sermon ended. He said that your success in the family of faith is dependent on one thing. Did you obey? That is it. It's not. And let me read a verse that kind of helps me with that. Um, So this is coming from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses uh, 5. It says, what, after all, is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollo watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things 
grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. Where we are co-laborers in God's service, you are God's field, God's building. And so what we're really looking for oftentimes to qualify if something was successful was the outcome, the return on investment. Did it grow? But that's not even our job. Our job is to plant and water and only God can make a thing grow. Only God can bring the increase. Oftentimes we're carrying a weight that doesn't belong to us and wondering why we don't feel successful in the basic things, in the practical things from one day to the next. It takes so much for so many people to feel successful because they're waiting on something that's even outside of their control. Did you obey God today? Did you do your best to obey God today? Dude, this is awesome because it puts a completely different spin on just how the world deems success. Because like you said, they're always looking for the outward. Of, oh, what did Daniel say? Or what it was, or was it the, the, or David, I'm so sorry. Man looks at the outward appearance yeah. of a thing, but God looks at the heart. Is the heart completely submitted to me to obey what I have called for them to do in this generation? And I'll do you one better, even more better for people who are like us, mid-mountain ministries. Is it more submitted than it was yesterday? Oh, On our so path good. to complete submission, is it more submitted than it was the last time you got instructions? Are you progressing in, that, in, in, in deeper and more consistent obedience? What's good about that then is that it takes the focus off of I reach the mountaintop mm. and enjoy every single day, yeah. which I think in this day and this generation, we have a lot of issues with enjoying the day and thinking just about the mountaintop because in the papers, in pop culture in whatnot, what have you, they celebrate the one accomplishment that is ephemeral for a period of time. Yeah. Where what God wants you to say, I guess if you're saying that, it's like, did you submit to me every single day and trust me every single day? Because that is going to build a life and is going to build a character that looks like me, which ultimately I want for you more than if you don't have the success, okay, or the success the world says, you look like me and you developed to be like me and you trusted me. Yeah. This is so interesting because like Jeremiah, right? Think about the prophet Jeremiah. God told him, hey, by the way, I'm going to tell you to go to the Israelites and preach my gospel. That is what I've assigned for you to do. They are not going to listen mm. flat out. I'm telling you right now, it don't matter what you say or do go still and preach my good news of what I've called for them to do and tell them get out of sin. Was Jeremiah successful? If we're looking at it from this standpoint, that so different from how sometimes I look at it, then he was successful. Why? Because he obeyed the Lord exactly as he said. Didn't matter if the Israelites didn't listen to him. He did what God called him to do. Let us lay aside every weight and sin that so easily besets us is what the Bible says. 
There's the sin, right. which is um, not doing God's will, what he's instructed you to do. But then there's this weight that we have to talk about. This weight that you carry, which is usually associated with this control that you want to have over all the outcomes so that you can find identity in your productivity versus Ooh. in your simple submission to God's instructions. And this is why this is so important for us today, because this might relieve some people from carrying something that's not for them. You know, if, 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 if I'm just, I'm like, man, I'm going to do this so that this outcome can happen. Listen, success is only as simple as you allow it to be. It's people in a family of faith who don't believe that if long as I was obedient, I'm successful. But as long as they know that that weight that they carry is their choice, God never put that on us. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'm going to do the God thing. You just simply do the human thing. And what is a human thing? He said, here's the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commands. That he said, the Bible says that's the whole responsibility of man. And what's crazy about that, he says that fear God and there's no, and you will be, or, and you will receive like, like it's just fear God. Your reward is fearing me. That's it. Mm. Your job and your reward is fearing me. Obviously we know that there is a, something that's coming to us in the end of, you know, when Jesus comes, but like, that's crazy. Cause like, if you don't enjoy that here and now to enjoy fearing God, forget about outward appearances. How are you going to enjoy it when, when we're in the kingdom? Like, think about that. Like, Mm. what's the mountaintop you're going to be looking for? You, you're already with the king. You know what's cold about this, though, is this is why there's what? a lot of infighting in our Christian faith and in the churches, because if we're holding ourselves to this standard to have to be productive, we hold our wives, our husbands, our children, our brothers and sisters to the same standard. You're not producing the outcome that I thought you would if I gave you this role in my life. And therefore, you're not successful, which means you need to be replaced versus are you simply doing your best to surrender your yes to God more than you did the last time he asked you to do something? Mm. That overly critical and pressure driven mentality that we put on ourselves subconsciously, we put that on other people as well. And when they don't meet up to our standard, it's often because we don't even meet up to our own and haven't found a way to. Bro, this is challenging me. And let me tell you why. You know my cultural background of being an Afro-Caribbean kid. Yeah. Right? And a lot of success, as in, especially from Nigeria, is tied to your degrees if you're a doctor, lawyer, engineer, right? Coming into music, I had to, it's not reject, but I think I had to figure out a different path for what success looked like. But if I'm honest with myself, I mean, fully honest, I think a lot of the times I might have been trying to justify God's will in my life Mm. by seeking the accolade so that my parents would be happy knowing that even though I might not have listened to them in that way, but I, I was trying to listen to God, believe me, that it still was worth something because the external um, outcome 
matches something that I think they'd be proud of. This is Middle Mountain Ministries, as we say. We, we are in the thick of it just like you are. And we're, we're learning as we ask these questions. So yeah. we love y'all yeah. once again. As I said before, love transforms you. Hey, purpose defines you. Mm. Hey, hey. And impact activates you. Hi. By faith. See you at the next episode. All right, God.